In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We give thanks to Thee, O Christ our God, that Thou hast guided us to this day. Strengthen us to walk in Thy commandments, and to glorify and praise Thine honorable and majestic name with one voice, and remember Thy salvation and Thy love for us. For Thou art holy always, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Amen. Okay, I thought that we would start off this session by actually doing a little bit of Byzantine chant. A lot of people think Byzantine chant is very hard and something that takes years and years of practice. It does not necessarily take years and years of practice. There's a lot of basic things that you probably have already picked up just from listening to it while being here at St. John. So I thought we could go into it a little bit. So we'll go into tone one. Tone one begins by uh, the chanter first singing something called the apikima. We talked about that last week, I believe. The apikima is a couple notes that the chanter sings to get into the tone. So for tone one, the chanter would sing, Anane, and that would be ni pa pa. So this pa is the bass note. And if you would point to it on the scale, it would be this note right here, right below this bottom line. So, ni pa pa. We'll do that together. Ni pa pa. And then the person singing the E zone, which we also talked about two weeks ago, the E zone being that bass note, would be pa. So after we would sing ni pa pa, that e -sone, the e -sonator, just kidding, don't say the e <laughs> would keep that note for most of the hymn. So there's this, yeah, we, we, at uh, my parish at, in Worcester, we would always, there's this one guy that always did the e -sone. He loved it, we felt bad for him, because we were like, don't you want to sing? But he always would just do the e -sone. And so we called him the e <laughs> So. The chanter will start with ni pa pa. Now, what I thought we could do is half the room take the e zone, other half of the room sing the melody to a triparian that I'll pull up on the screen in a second. But before we do that, I thought we could sing the scale all together one time too. So we can kind of get into the zone of the him. So, it's a pretty much the basic <laughs> scale. So we'll, we'll all do it together. We'll just go up and down the scale. Ni pa Let's do the apikima one more time. That's the ni pa pa. However, how, there's another complicated thing. Usually the chanter will not sing ni pa pa, he'll sing ananes, which is just some Greek, I don't know, it's just some Greek. So they'll just say, it's like a stylistic thing. I don't know, the, the chanters, if you, would have done, if you do that in Greece or something, the chanter will give you like a quick, 
look like, what are you doing? It's not knee pop huh? It's like, huh, not that. So here we go. <laughs> Let me get the bass note. Okay, great. Now I'm going to put up some music and we'll sing the Treparian all together. This is the Treparian for tone one of the resurrection. So this group will sing the E stone. That note. Together we'll sing Ni Papa, and then this group will sing the Treparian of the resurrection. Ni papa, hold that note. We're going to start on this note. While the stone was sealed by the Jews, and the soldiers were guarding thy most pure body, thou didst great. The last time that we sing a Traparian before the priest will say something in the service, we do something called a cadence. And that means that instead of that short ending that we just did, we would do an elongated ending. That would be when you hear, of mankind. And that kind of lets the priest know that the singing has stopped and the priest's turn. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Okay. I bet you that before you leave tonight, you will be able to sing tone two. I challenge you that. So, tone one. It always ends like this. Da 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 da. So we'll all sing that together. Da 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 da. Okay, now. Y'all will sing it on your own. That's tone one. So when the chanters sing these verses right after, Oh Lord, I cried, we freestyle it. You could call it a freestyle if you want, using tone one. So the first verse would look like, Set a watch, O oh Lord, before my mouth. 
And a protecting door round about my lips. So if you do the next verse, incline not my heart to evil words to make excuses and sins. Yup. Let's do one more, the next verse. With men that work iniquity, and I will not communicate with the choicest of them. That's, that's tone one. We're, we're singing tone one right off the bat. Okay, the hard part, tone two. We'll go into tone two quick because it's great. Tone two. <laughs> you want to get into tone two. You gotta revert the brain. The gabudi ke di. So we'll sing together. The gabudi ke di. The gabudi ke di. It always ends like this. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and a protecting door round about my lips. Incline not my heart to evil words, to make excuses and sins. It's a little more minor sounding, but I think we pretty much just got that final ending down. So, Shamasi Karin, can you sing Set a Watch, O Lord, Before My Mouth in tone two? I'll give you the starting note. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was that. Yep, and that you did one variation of tone two where you ended down and went da 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 da. <laughs> but that was, you were in the tone. <laughs> if you wanted to end in the tone two that we would normally do, you would do door round about my lips because it ends high. Tone two usually ends high. Incline not my heart to evil words. To make excuses and sins. Yes, Zoe, I heard that. <laughs> with men that work iniquity, and I will not communicate with the choices of them. Okay, does someone want to try? Um, we'll do a shorter one. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I alone escape. Mm, we'll do it together. Let the wicked fall into their own nets whilst I alone escape. Does someone want to try to do it on their own? Uh, anyone? Bueller? Anyone? Okay. <laughs> Let's change it up. We're going to go for three tones. Let's go to tone three. <clears throat> if you were to get into tone three, you would sing, Kvigavupavuga. In the Traparian for tone three, usually if you want to try and get into the tone, you would want to think about how the Traparian goes for that tone. So tone three, let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. 
Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and a door round about my lips. This tone three usually ends. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Let's sing. Set a watch together. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and a protecting door round about my lips. A little harder. A little harder. Round about my lips. Incline not my heart to evil words. With men that work iniquity, and I will not communicate. With the choices of them. That's tone three. Not that hard now. It's hard if you do it on your own. But if we're in a group all together, it's, e it's easier than we would think. OK. There will, before you leave, you have to sing tone one, tone two, tone three. Oh. The, <laughs> All right. We talked two weeks ago about the hymns and their definitions and what they mean. And there was a couple things that I forgot to say. Number one, if we remember, the katavasia is that last part of the canon. Katavasia means descending. And it means descending because when in the early church, they would have two choirs singing one ode and another ode. And then at the, <coughs> the katavasia, sorry, not one ode, the, uh, if we remember the odes that we sing, we'll we backtrack. The odes that we sing during matins, we sing about nine of them. For each ode, there's a lot more hymns for the odes. So you have the ekos, which is like the first ode, or the earmost, which is like the first ode. And then you'd have like the canon of St. Andrew of Crete. We sing, um, have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. And then we sing all those different lines. That is really what is the, that happens at every single canon is like that. So we're, it's very basic. So the canon that we sing is just the katavasias, just one piece of every ode. So the katavasia means descending, because by the choirs will be going back and forth for the ode, singing glory to thee, our God, glory to thee, and then this glory to thee, our God, glory to thee, in the verses. And then when they come to the end of the ode, they'd come down together, and they would sing that katavasia together as like one voice. So they would kind of come down so that katavasia came descending and we get, yeah, yeah. That's where katavasia comes from. Pretty cool. Also, Stavro Theotokian, talked about that last week, happens when they, when you were on a Tuesday night or Thursday night, do you know why it's just Tuesday night or Thursday night? Why we would sing a Stavro Theotokian? Because of the commemorations of Wednesday and Friday? Yes, because Wednesday and Friday, 
the cross. And stavro in Greek means the cross. So on Tuesday and Thursday night, we sang hymns having to do with the Theotokos and the cross. And we talked about that. It was on the sheet for two weeks ago. But Stavro Theotokian, you see the cross in that word. And we sing that as we commemorate the cross on Wednesday and Friday. So I think I forgot to say some of that before. But good. Um, I also, for the polyilios, I think I forgot to mention that the beauty of the polyilios is that we go through the psalm, Psalm 134 and 35. We say, for his mercy endureth forever. And we go through all different aspects of the Old Testament. And we're constantly thanking God and praising God for all that he has done for us. So this is the high point of Matins because we're literally going through kind of salvation history. And we're just thanking God and praising God for it uh, with one voice. And as we do that, like you said, some churches, they'll ring the bell. Some, we spin the chandelier. So it's just this high point praising and thanking God for all he has done for us. And it can last up to an hour. And if you're in a real, if you're in real intense monastery, also it will change tones. So it's just this very uh, beautiful aspect of our services where we're just thanking God for everything. For his mercy endureth forever, every part of um, Old Testament history. Also for the polyilios, we can chant something called by the waters of Babylon. This happens right before Lent starts, three Sundays before Lent. And by the waters of Babylon talks a lot about the exile of the, of the Israelites. They're in Babylon. They're thinking about Jerusalem. Why can't we be there? They're moaning and they're wailing, as the song says. And any reason why we sing that right before Lent starts? Any guesses? Because we're in exile. So I think a beautiful part of that is that we're actually not in exile when we're in Lent. We're becoming more human. I forget who I just read some other day. I think it might have been actually Father Stephen Freeman might have been saying that in Lent, we actually become more human. We just. Oh, so uh, <laughs> wailing and crying and. Yeah, that's what I think. There's wailing, crying. Oh, oh, you're talking about when they dash there. Oh, oh, you're talking about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to feel that one. <laughs> Father, did you feel that one? <laughs> 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 that's really scary. That's all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ask uh, Dr. Nicole Rockes when she comes and <laughs> welcome her to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, here's a, a rend, uh, rendition of By the Waters of Babylon.
when we sing that the three Sundays before Lent, does that usually come right in the place of blessed art thou, Lord? Okay, teach my statutes. Yeah. Have we done that before? Okay. Yeah, okay. That, I think it's a beautiful hymn, and you can hear kind of the moaning and the wailing and that like reaching out toward God in, in the, the melody. So we're in exile. And in Lent, I learned that I was just blown away in seminary, and my music professor was like, because in Lent, we leave exile. Like, what? So true. But discovering, rediscovering that hunger for God, rediscovering that, uh, like, the reason why we're created, rediscovering that uh, image and likeness that we were created in. And I think it, having that goal for Lent and having that as our mindset, I think, helps uh, a ton. And, I, and by the waters of Babylon kind of helps us uh, get into that manner of thinking. The next hymn, the Politikion, means dismissal. Also called the Traparian, called dismissal because at the end of Vespers, we sing this Traparian. Usually comes right before we say, uh, Wisdom, Father bless, during Great Vespers. And one of the most beautiful Traparian. Sorry, I don't know why it's doing this. Ever since I took this case, weird stuff's happening. <laughs> 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 Politikion. It's, it's powerful, especially when we sing it every Sunday for the resurrection. We sing the Traparian of the resurrection. It's this joy. It's this rejoicing. And so many of the Traparians we hear rejoice and you hear cry out. And the Traparian is this, I mean, time where we cry out, we rejoice in the resurrection uh, of Christ. Or in the case of the saints, we rejoice in their life. We honor the saints, all their struggle and their and their toil and their devotion to God and Japarian, we honor them and we sing about them and it's something that is uh, just very powerful and when we sing it usually on Sunday or when we sing it on Saturday night for Vespers in the, I think in the OCA, I remember at seminary they would open the doors, they would turn on the lights, it was almost like the great doxology like we would do uh, on Sunday. So it was a big deal, it was this proclamation of the resurrection and honoring uh, the saints. That's the Apolitikian. Next, we have prosomia, translated to similar to. The prosomia, uh, it's a hymn that has a specific melody. So 
we have a specific melody that's often set to different words. For instance, today we sang uh, a prosomia in tone one. Uh, another prosomia that we sing in tone one is during the dormition. We sing, oh marvelous wonder, the source of life. Dun, 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 dun. It's this very specific melody. We just also sang that same prosomia for St. Raphael. Oh, Holy Father Raphael, oh, marvelous wonder. It's these same melodies, but put to different words. That's uh, prosomia. And if you would be looking at it at a book, there's little stars at the end of sentences that help you know when the melody stops and when a new melody begins, new melodic phrase stops, a new melodic phrase begins. So chanters usually have this melody memorized in their head, and they just apply it to the words that uh, are in the book. That's a prosomia. I'm going to play one right now and then think about a prosomia. Think about this same melody and what other word, what other melody this is set to in uh, the in the feasts of our church. Have you heard that melody? Yeah. On this day, the virgin gives birth. Yeah. So some of these prosomia actually have themes. So nativity and the epiphany, you can, back in the day, they're actually celebrated at the same time. So you can see that some of these prosomias have themes. So the nativity is related to the epiphany this light that we hear about in the nativity. We also hear about this light in the epiphany. And uh, so sometimes the prosomias help us figure out the different themes that the church is uh, trying to get across too. So it's important to pay attention to which uh, prosomias we're singing because sometimes they help portray different themes. One of the prosomias that you've probably heard a lot, they, for some reason they just keep coming up for these Wednesday Vespers is the melody. Usually we do it every other Wednesday. For some reason, it always comes up. And that's one um, famous uh, prosomia that we do sing. Prosomias can come in the Traparian form. They can come in the Stichira that we do at Vespers. They can come in Kentuckians and ex apostolaria. So you really have prosomias for almost everything that we sing, these melodies that can be put to different words. If we remember way, way back in the day, we talked about how chanting comes initially from having these little melodic bits and just putting them together. And when you compose something, you would just take common melodic phrases and put it together. This is kind of a remnant of that, of these melodic phrases that we put together to form a hymn. Okay, last one, probably my most favorite, the anoxondaria, translated to something similar to 
when thou openest. Sung almost never. In fact, I think I've only sang it one time in an actual Vesper service. Comes in great Vespers. It comes in a really cool way. First of all, it comes when there's usually a bishop there, a hierarch, or it's a big commemoration, or it's a big deal. And the reader does the opening psalm and stops at the point when you would say, when thou openest thy hand, they are filled with good things. And then from there, you'll hear, when thou openest thy hand. And it goes into the psalm, but it adds like glory to the Trinity and it adds all these theological dogmas and we affirm the Trinity or persons of, per, uh, person of Christ, the natures of Christ, and we affirm all this along with the psalm that we're, along with that first psalm that we sing at Great Vespers. Here's little pieces of it um, that are sung by the Holy Cross Choir, the Cross Seminary. You can see that's from the psalm. Unto their dust shall they return. You can see they sing little parts of the psalm and then they go into glory to thee, O God, glory, O heavenly king. That's the Anoxandaria. Okay. So we'll last part of today, we'll go through some of the books that we use for the hymns.
I don't want to steal Dr. Uh, Nicole's thunder, but I'll talk just quickly about two different kind of calendars that we use in the church. There's the lunar calendar and the solar calendar. Easiest way to understand this is that the lunar calendar has to do with Pascha. So feasts that are based off Pascha are part of the lunar calendar. The rest pretty much from the solar calendar. So some feasts that are based off Pascha are what? Ascension, Pentecost, these all go by the lunar calendar. Christmas, where there's fixed dates, these are the solar calendar. Okay, we'll get back to that in a second, but it's good that we understand that. The first book, called the Orlogian, the Book of Hours. Let me... Um, okay, the Book of Hours, which is this big book right here. This book pretty much has all what we would call the fixed parts of the service. By fixed parts of the service, I mean the parts of the service that we would sing every time we do a service. So for instance, Vespers, we always sing the psalm. We always say the psalm at the beginning, or we always say, oh, gladsome light, or the St. Simeon's Prayer. Those are the fixed parts of the service. They're all in here. Kind of the structure of the services are in this book, Orologium. You have the hours, you have the midnight office, you have Vespers, Matins, you have, um, you even have some the paraclesis in here too. The structure, the outline is in the Orlogian. <coughs> Another book that we'd say has all the fixed parts of the service. Uh, this is called the Liturgicon. This is the book that the priests use. It has mostly the priests' parts of the service. And this would go under the category of Evcologian, which is the priest service book. This is the priest service book. It has some parts of the choir, but mostly the priests, the priest parts. Okay. The Ark of Cologian is the bishop's book. It's pretty much like the bishop's liturgicon. And then, of course, the Epistle and the Gospel lectionaries, uh, those contain the Epistles and the Gospels for the year. Is that you supposed to be a Greek? Uh, in Greek, you could usually pronounce like a E and a U. You could say Eucologian or Evcologian, but uh, I just. Okay, so now we have the books that have the variable parts. The variable parts mean the things that would change from service to service. So for instance, in Great Vespers today, what would be one part uh, that would change for every Great Vespers? We would insert a different text for every Great Vespers or a regular Vespers service. What would be one part that we would put in new texts? The saints, yep. So the Traparian. Uh, what else? The Stichira verses. Yes, Ben from downtown. The Stichira <laughs> verses. The Stichira verses usually come from two places. There's the Octoikos, and then there's the Menaean. We talked about the Octoikos 
probably three or four weeks ago, the Octoikos, the book of the eight tones. So every week we have a tone. Today, this week is tone one. So if you were to go to the Octoikos, you would want to go to, to uh, you want to get the book for tone one, and you would want to go to the day. So today is Wednesday. So you want to go to that day, and then you would look for the hymns for tone one, Wednesday. The stakira that we do after, Oh Lord, I Cried, we just sang some of those the verses. And then after we sang those verses, we would get to the stakira. If, this is a little complicated. We said it comes from two places, the Octoikos and the Menaean. You revert first to the Octoikos. You revert first to the Book of the Eight Tones. And every ves daily Vespers, you have six places where you would insert the variable hymns. Does this all make sense so far? OK, you have six places. So usually three are from the Octoikos, and usually three come from the Menaean. The Menaean is a book based off the saints of the day. So that book goes along with the solar cycle, because it has to do with fixed days. This book would go off the lunar cycle, because it has to do with Pascha. Because after Pascha, you start all over and you have tone one. So it's basically dependent on Pascha. So you look three from the Octoikos, and you do three from the Menaean. So you get three hymns, pretty much, for, uh, so, sorry. We talked also like three weeks ago that every day has a commemoration. So usually you get three hymns for that daily commemoration in tone one, and then three hymns for the saint of the day. Usually what happens. Sometimes you get six hymns for the saint of the day, and you don't do the Octoikos at all. It's just from the Menaean. Otherwise, you look to the Octoikos first, followed by the Menaean. OK. This is the Octoikos. You can take a look at these after. This is the Menaean. So you can see it's a big book. And for each day, under Vespers, you can see where these, these hymns come from. They come from the Menaean for the saint of the day. So this is where we're looking at when we sing those hymns. Okay. Now there's also a book called the Triodian that consists of hymns that are from the publican and the Pharisee, in, which is right before Great Lent. Then there's hymns of Great Lent, and then there's hymns of Holy Week. So those are like three sections, right before Great Lent, Great Lent, and then Holy Week. So that's why you get the uh, Triodian three, book of three. And that book is right here. So what cycle would the Triodian be a part of? Would that be the lunar or the solar cycle? The lunar, right, because it, yeah, it has to do with Pascha, yeah. So here's the Triodian that we use. So the Triodian would replace the other book that would be a part of the lunar cycle. Which other book? The Octoikos? Sorry, not the lunar cycle. It would replace, let me rephrase that. It would actually replace the Menaean and sometimes the 
Octoecos. So we would look to usually uh, the Triodian and the Octoecos. It would pretty much always replace the Menaean. Okay, then there's also the Pentecostarian, which is hymns from Pascha until the Sunday of All Saints. And Pentecostarian is right here. So in these books, the Triodian and the Pentecostarian, you have canons, you have the Stachira that we just talked about during Vespers, uh, you have the Traparians, you have uh, kind of all the different types of hymns that you would need in those festive seasons. So it gets really confusing when you're preparing for a service in Lent on a Saturday night because you have to look at the Octoecos, then you have to look at the Triodian, and you have to figure out kind of which hymns uh, to use. So that's a basic outline of the books. Again, you can look at them uh, after the fact if you want. Um, but these are where we get uh, our hymns from. And if there's no other questions for today, yeah. Oh, sure. The Tipicon. Uh, in our archdiocese, I don't know if we necessarily have one. Tipicon kind of tells you how to put all those books together. It tells you when to use the Pentecostarian, when to use the Octoecos, when to use the Menaean, how to put all those together. Because sometimes there's some confusion which one you would want to use. Uh, so the Tipicon kind of helps put those together. In the seminary, we'd always say the bishop is the Tipicon. Okay, thank you all. Next week, we will talk about the Slavic tone. So I know we. Kept thinking we would do that, but for sure next week we will. So. Thank you.